0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, if you caught the Monday night Q&A program, you would have been introduced to some different arguments when it comes to the issues of marriage in Australia. Katie Faust was one of the guests on Q&A this week, and as usual, if you take a stance which is in defence of traditional marriage between a man and a woman, you find yourself in very hostile and aggressive circumstances. Well, it's not new to Katie. Katie is the author of a blog called Ask the Bigot, Dot .com. And Katie's back with us today. Hello Katie, welcome back to 2020.
1: Hi, Neil. Thanks again for having me
0: on. Well, Katie, you have been right in the middle of the arguments that have been going on in the United States. Uh, you've put yourself right out there. Your blog is called Ask the Bigot. Uh, just as we get into how we might frame a argument for natural marriage based on a secular argument, just before we do that, tell me about your blog and why you called it Askthebigot.com.
1: Well, I hate the name of my blog, um, but unfortunately it reflects very much where the U.S. is on this debate, Um, and obviously from the interactions that you guys got to see on Q&A on Monday, it's also um, sort of emblematic of where you guys are as a nation, that um, everybody is going to demonize your motivations and just, um, you know, seek to destroy your character if you choose to offer an alternative view to this progressive sexual ethic as, it, you know, been making its way through our culture. So um, I I wrote the blog, I began the blog anonymously four years ago, just because I wanted to, to say, look, you can and should and must love the gay people in your life with all of your heart. Um, and you can stand and you must for traditional marriage because it offers incredible benefits to children, um, to individuals, and society. So I was really trying to um, just kind of, you know, share the opinion that I felt like was never being heard in media. Um, And to this day, it's very rare that um, in the U.S., our side will get a fair shake from somebody who has a compelling life and a secular argument.
0: Let me ask you about being a Christian and having a secular argument for defending marriage between a man and a woman, because as soon as your Christian faith comes to the fore, that becomes a, a weapon that is used against you because you come from that, uh, that Christian faith foundation. But mm-hmm. when you argue it with a, a secular argument, you've discovered that that actually is what gets through and the debate then becomes alive because you have an argument that's not just faith-based.
1: Right. And I think that's so important. And and that was some of the frustration that I was feeling before I started writing about this, is uh, that those who were interviewed would say, well, this is what I believe. And my question is, well, why? Why do you believe that? I mean, the, the most amazing thing to me is that Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Hindus, <laughs> Muslims, Sikhs. They all disagree on the nature of God, the nature of man, the nature of reality, the problem with this world, and the afterlife. Like on every big question, they disagree. But all of those have something that resembles marriage. All of them have a tradition that looks a lot like man-woman marriage. And that's because marriage is not prim- it's not primarily a religious institution. It stems from our common humanity that marriage is a reflection of biological reality, and that is why it's so prominent in in every faith around the world. So because it's grounded in biology and natural law, we're going to be able to and we must make arguments that are based on social science and reason because that is the umbrella that, that's over all of us, regardless of our faith and regardless of, you know, whether or not we don't have a faith.
0: As we saw on Monday night, the opponents of the traditional marriage between a man and a woman love to downplay the importance of children when it comes to marriage. Really, if we're talking about having a secular argument about marriage between a man and a woman, as as you're talking about the historical perspective, children have to be brought into the mix.
1: Well, and, you know, what I should have said, what I would like to have said is Children have a natural right to their mother and father, despite what Dana De Natale said, which shocked me um, that children can just fare best in any old situation, um, is outrageously um, unfounded when you're talking about the best social science. Uh, you know, up until 10 years ago, everybody would have agreed until you kind of brought in these sort of pseudoscience studies on same-sex parenting, you know, that children absolutely um, fair best, that the deck is stacked in their favor when they're raised by their married mother and father in a low-conflict relationship. So um, children need to be represented. And when people make the argument, well, marriage isn't about children, I say, well, then what is? Marriage has been one of the most child-friendly institutions the world has ever known. And if marriage is no longer about children, then no institution is about children. And that's where we find ourselves in the United States right now, where there's no uh, legal or political institution that reflects a child's right to be in relationship with their mother and father.
0: As you contrast the experience in the U.S. and what you've seen here and heard here in Australia, what are your feelings about the Australian situation and, and where we're at in our marriage debate?
1: Well, I did talk to a few Australians before I came, and they all said, well, it's not too bad, you know, we still can talk about it, but I wonder if they're going to say the same thing after they watch the Q&A, where right out of the gate, two of your members of Parliament were saying that, in essence, the only reason to oppose you know, same-sex marriage is because you're filled with hate. So I hope that what it sends is a message to Australians who believe in marriage and want to fight for the rights of children— that what you need right now is exactly what America needs right now. And that is a grassroots movement of people who are going to double down and do the hard work of understanding this issue well and living compelling lives themselves, because nobody wants to hear about how important marriage is from, you know, people who aren't focusing on their own marriages and being good parents to their own children. Um, and you are going to have to do the work of convincing those in your sphere of influence that this matters. And that there's so many good reasons to support traditional marriage beyond, um, how you feel or even what your deeply held convictions are. Tell them why. What supports your deeply held convictions? And, you know, I've had a lot of people say, well, I want to do that, but I don't know how. Well, I work with a brand new marriage, um, organization called Cana Vox. C-A-N-A-V-O-X. And it's, it's going to be all over the world. We've got several groups in, um, South America, and it's all about equipping people to develop reading groups in their home around all the issues that are you know, assaulting marriage and family right now, not just same-sex marriage, but um, divorce and the hookup culture and cohabitation. Um, I mean, there's pornography. There are so many things right now that those of us who believe in marriage and family, we need to up our game We need to have the best information so that when a coworker or a fellow student sort of, you know, pokes us or shares an article and, you know, tries to rib us a bit for it, that we have the right content to give to them on this. And so you're in the place that we are. There is no room to be passive any longer. It is time to take the initiative and figure out how to do this well.
0: The right content is an important perspective because when we talk about being informed about these positions on whether it be an ethical, moral position, and you mentioned a whole bunch of different ethical challenges that we're facing uh, throughout the Western world, but you have to be able to argue not only from a faith base, but sometimes right. you've got to shroud that, but you've actually got to argue uh, from this secular base to actually be heard.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, You know, a lot of people say, well, she's a Christian, and so that's supposedly the smoking gun against me. And my response to that is, I would never put any stock in a worldview that didn't reflect reality, right? If my faith contradicted reality, then what's the point? I want a faith that, that reflects the natural law, um, the longings that we see in humanity, and all of that is within, you know, Scripture, But I don't use Scripture to argue for it, right? I'm going to use the things that are evident from reality that Scripture reflects. Those are going to be my arguments. Now, it takes a little more work, but that's where we find ourselves. It's time to do more work. It's time for people on our side to um, roll their sleeves up, understand these issues um, to the point where they feel like they understand them enough that they can really start talking with their friends about it.
0: Well, Katie Faust is the author of the blog called Ask the Bigot. She was on the Q&A program on the ABC on Monday night, and you can watch that program when you watch the podcast version on the ABC's iView. Uh, Katie Faust, thanks so much for your insights into Australia, the way that you're able to contrast what's happening here with what's going on back in your homeland in the United States, and for your encouragement about how we actually approach the debate and how how we get heard in the debate. Katie Faust, thanks so much for being part of 2020 today.
1: I appreciate it so much, Neil. Thank you.
0: Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.